0: Welcome to Water Spout, brought to you by the St. John's River Water Management District. Water Spout offers a behind-the-scenes look at how we conduct our work, the research, the projects, our partnerships, and most important, how we serve the community by balancing the needs of water for the environment, businesses, and the people in the Sunshine State.
1: Welcome to this episode of Water Spout. I'm your host, Tiffany Cowie. Today, I'm joined by Lauren Hall, Environmental Scientist III, in the Bureau of Water Resources here at the district. She has an incredibly unique background at the district and is here to talk about the many paths a district employee can take to their careers. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, I can't wait to hear your history, what brought you to the district, and why you love working here. Tell me, tell me your story. All right. um so i'm
2: I'm a New York girl. When I was very, very young, I used to go on nature walks with my grandfather, big into bird watching, big into um, keeping a journal of everything that I saw, every bird that I could identify by call, every bird that I could identify by sight, all the different wildflow flowers that I knew. and um and I think that's what kind of spurred my passion for science. Um, so when I was getting ready to pick a school, I wanted to go into marine biology. I knew that I wanted to do something in the water, and, um, and so Florida just made sense. So I came down here when I was 18, went to school at Florida Institute of Technology, and then started at the Water Management District when I was a junior in their intern program. At the time, um, I really didn't know exactly what I wanted to do in marine biology. I just knew that I wanted to do something that brought me outside something that um that put me on a boat that was really my priority and so i started working for st john's in the upper basin program um it was something i had never done before i was out on airboats every day um out trudging through cattails and sawgrass and really just had a fantastic time um, and realized very quickly that field work was definitely the thing that i wanted to do such so just kind of confirmed everything that i had felt um, going through school. So, um, and then I interned for just under two years. I had a contract position with the district for a little bit of time. And then I was offered a position with the Department of Envi- Environmental Protection. So I left here for a little stretch, only about five, six months. And then a position at the district opened back up in the Indian River Lagoon program, um, working with environmental sciences. And so I came back, I came back to that, and I've been here ever since. So it has now been, since the start of my internship, it's been 27 years that I've been at the district.
1: We are definitely lucky to have you here. It's, it's been a wild ride. I would imagine so. Kind of walk me through, it's, you started in the field, and how has that changed over the years? So I still get to do the field work, which I, I really do love, but I definitely do less of it than
2: I used to. Um, for the first probably, I would say maybe 20 years or so, I was almost exclusively in the field. And, um, and then over these last handful of years, I've kind of started to transition a little bit more to some office work where um, I get to really spend a lot of time evaluating the data that we collect, um, putting out publications, doing presentations, um, and really being a part of, of sharing that information a lot more than just doing the field side of things. So I really love the balance. I love still getting to go out there in the field. I love working with the field crews. They're fantastic. Um, And then I but I really love working with the data and and getting to share that information. There are so many agencies throughout Florida that rely so heavily on the data that we collect. And so it's really important. And I I really value our part in the environmental sciences section and water resources in really making sure that that data um, is evaluated properly and then shared in a way that, you know, really we can really benefit from.
1: What type of data are you collecting that you're analyzing and publishing? So my, my main job that I work on is seagrass
2: related. So I manage the seagrass mapping contract. Um, every two years we fly, we do aerial photography, and then we photo interpret the seagrass beds. So this is like a, a tier one monitoring, really big picture. How many acres, how many hectares of seagrass do we have in the Indian River Lagoon? Um, and then we also do our in-water surveys. So our seagrass transects are done twice a year. And I play a big role in that as well, both in collecting the field data and um, doing a lot of the QA on the data entry, and then getting to, to really work up the data and look at what sort of trends we're seeing. So a lot on the seagrass side of things, and then um, to really bring it full circle, we relate a lot of that seagrass data to what we're collecting on the water quality side of things and figure out what are the stressors that are impacting our seagrass beds and what things do we need to improve, um, you know, if, if it's nutrient reductions, things that we've been working on for many years to bring those nutrients down so that we can reduce our phytoplankton blooms that can negatively impact our grass beds. So we really relate all the different types of data collection that we do in the lagoon and, um, and really give a, a real big picture look at it.
1: So it sounds like when you collect this data, it's it's helpful to those on the outside, but it would also be helpful to different areas within the district. So do you share that also with other? Of course.
2: Yeah, within the district, everyone from our regulatory folks who will come and you know, they might have a permit that they're looking at and they want to find out some information about that particular area. And we just have so much information about the lagoon that I, you know, I can pull up our maps for that location and show them exactly where we've had seagrass mapped before and whether or not um, that whatever the permit is that they're evaluating is likely to, to have any issues with seagrass impacts. Um, so, yeah, we were able to, to work with a lot of different groups at the district.
1: So you get a chance to work then with a lot of different people also is that a big part of the job working with different people It is yeah and I love that aspect of it and you know I mean there's
2: the the knowledge at the district is really impressive and um and so it's nice to to really be able to work with a lot of different individuals from different from different groups you know everything from the the IT groups and working with the GIS folks to working with the modelers on um use, utilizing our data to model some of the different impacts that we might have out there so Yeah, it's a really nice variety.
1: I can see that. It sounds like no two days would look alike, but for you, that's exciting. Yeah, I love that. I love the variety. It's great. Perfect. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this message.
0: The St. John's River Water Management District is committed to preserving and protecting Florida's water resources for generations to come. From improving water use efficiency and reclaiming water for reuse, to managing water resources in times of wet and dry periods, the St. Johns River Water Management District is taking action on conserving Florida's precious waters. To learn more, visit sjrwmd.com.
1: Welcome back to Water Spout. I'm your host, Tiffany Cowie, and today I'm joined by Lauren Hall, an Environmental Scientist Three in the Bureau of Water Resources here at the district. We're delving into Lauren's incredible journey here at the district. Lauren, thank you again for joining us. Good to be here. So talk to me about some of the programs that you have spearheaded here at the district in your time. So I mentioned earlier that I started out my journey here at the district as an intern,
2: and um, and that was 27 years ago. And I have been privileged enough to be a part of the intern program both as an intern but also as a mentor to a lot of other interns along throughout these years i actually uh, pulled up the list of interns when i was thinking about about talking to you about this and it turns out i i calculated out how many i have mentored over the years i've been here for 27 years and i've mentored 27 interns so that was kind of a funny round number to to see but um But yeah, it's been fantastic to be able to work with these students. They bring an enthusiasm to the job that I just, I really feed off of. You know, sometimes when you're doing stuff day to day, don't get me wrong, I love what I do. I have a great time every time I'm out in the field. There is no bad field day as far as I'm concerned. But when you bring an intern on board and they're out there, they have such an excitement and they're so ready to learn um and they're filled with a million questions and they really just remind you of why you do what you do and so um so it's just been great to have the opportunity to to work with those students
1: In your role, how do you promote the internship program? So if listeners are interested for themselves or their children, how would they find out that there's an internship available? So we do advertise our internships on our website. um, And so you can
2: find out anytime we have an internship available, it will be listed on there. So you don't have to have a contact here at the district to, to be able to ask that. You can always just check our website on our career page and those will be listed. Um, I also do reach out to a lot of the professors at our local college. So I'm located at our Palm Bay uh, satellite office, and I'll reach out to any of the colleges within an hour from there. Um, I'm I'm you know very familiar with a lot of the professors at these different schools, and I'll let them know that I have a position available, and they share that
1: with their students. So um, so yeah, we we get the word out. I think so, too. And I've also seen it on our social media accounts. So I think it's trying to reach students where they're looking to try to get the best students here. So what are you looking for in an intern when you see an application come across? So um, so that's a great question. I,
2: When I'm looking at, at those applications, when I'm looking at these resumes, I don't necessarily care what school you went to. Um, what I care about is what your big picture goals are what sort of experience you're bringing. And then really, so, so much of it is based on that interview. And and that enthusiasm is what I'm really looking forward to. You don't have to know everything about the job. That's not why I'm hiring you. I'm not hiring you because you know everything that I do already. I want to be able to teach you all the things that we're doing. And so you don't have to have this, you know, complete background of information. It's really just that enthusiasm that you're bringing to the table. And if you have that, you're going to learn a lot and we're going to have a lot of fun.
1: I like that. If if someone's interested, what what does a day look like for an intern? Or or maybe what does a semester look like sure. for an intern? Um, so one of the, the best things that you can get out of the internship program
2: um, working with me directly is that field experience we get out in the field. Usually it's a a a two-day-a-week position, and we get out in the field as as much as we possibly can. You're going to learn boating skills. You're going to learn all those in-water skills, and you're just also going to learn about the ecology out there in in the Indian River Lagoon. Um, I love when interns ask questions. In fact, um, one of our employees who's been an employee here for 20 years started out as one of my interns back in 2000, 2001, and I tease her about it now, but she had so many questions every day that by the end of the day, I was exhausted. (laughs) I was just constantly answering questions. But I look at her now and I'm like, here she is. She's still, she's one of our employees at the district. She's been here for over 20 years. She's a phenomenal employee. And I feel like that was just, again, such a great part of her journey. So she asked all those questions because she was so excited to learn. And I love that.
1: What a benefit to the district also to have an employee who started as an intern and we get 20 years to spend with them. Yes, absolutely. So definitely a benefit to the district. What is the benefit to the intern for coming in and interning? One thing that they're getting is that hands-on
2: experience. And so you get a great great amount of experience when you're working your way through your classes in college and sometimes some of the lab work and things like that. But really getting that day-to-day hands-on experience doing the work is a huge benefit. A lot of people will graduate now with a degree, but having actual experience that you can also put on your resume, and then also making some of those contacts. It's a pretty small community in, in you know, biology here in, in Florida. I know a lot of people that do this type of work. And so when it comes time for you to go out into, into that career force, I can put you in touch with a lot of people that might be looking for employees. And so making those contacts, having that hands-on experience, um, and we also give you an opportunity to do a project that you can really call your own. So, um, you know, you don't come in and just shadow me the whole time. You're going to get a project that you can, you're going to write up how we're going to do the project, you're going to do the project yourself, and then you're going to get to present it to our other scientists here at the district. So you really get to and take that ownership of the project. And I think that's another great thing that you can put on a resume.
1: I think so too. And I like that you've shared that you have relationships and you're willing, if there's not an opening at the district and they're the right fit, you're willing to help them be able to navigate finding and making a career out of this. Worse. And, And also consider that you might
2: do an internship here and maybe at the end of it, you find out, I didn't love seagrass. I don't know how. <laughs> of course, but maybe you find out, you know, that just wasn't really your thing. You were really more interested in working with fish or you're more interested in working with marine mammals. I know people that do that, too. So if you're interested in that, be upfront, be honest with me and say, hey, seagrass was great. I learned a lot, but I'm really interested in working with fish. And I can put you in touch with people that do that and you can further your career that way.
1: I see. It's a win-win. The district gets people who are passionate and intelligent and able to do work here um, and get our staff motivated, but also the interns are set off on the right trajectory to be successful. It's such a great program. I'm so, so glad that we still have this program here, and I'm glad that the district really values that investment in these students. Well, thank you for your investment in them. I'm grateful, and thanks for stopping in today. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our conversation today. We hope you'll tune in for our next episode of Water Spout. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to subscribe so you have first-hand access to future content. Until next time, use your water wisely.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Water Spout. To hear more episodes, find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Connect with the district on social media or visit sjrwmd.com for more information on today's topic.